Let's go. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Benchtown TV. I am Paul, and with me today are Luke and Dave. And today we're talking about Rick and Morty, season five, episode six. Rick and Morty's Thanksploitation Spectacular. I'm just going to say right off the bat that I absolutely loved this app. I mean, the Prez is amazing. So anytime he's there, that's a plus. I know Luke, he's in your top five fave characters probably. And this is already the third appearance he's had in this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I would <laughs> yeah. easily say top three. Yeah. I Besides episode three, I've enjoyed this season so much. I think it's been spectacular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the name of that. That's interesting. All right, this episode, just to get it out of the way, I think it was ranked a 7.9 on IMDb, which, again, this is a trend of these of these last three episodes all being pretty well below the series average. So if, from a critic perspective, it doesn't start picking up, like, this season is going to tank the Rick and Morty series rating, which, who really cares? I just like pointing it out to see what critics think of this stuff. But, yeah, I thought this episode was... Probably my second favorite of the season. I would still keep Mr. Nimbus and the Narnia subplot as the best thing that's happened in season five so far. But the president, I bring him up as much as I can. He's hilarious. He's a walking quote machine and he just crushed it this episode. Yep. Big Prez guy over here as well. Like Luke said, I think if it would be a back and forth between episode one and this one. Like if I watched episode one, I'd be like, okay, yeah, this is definitely the best episode. If I watched this episode again, I'd be like, okay, yeah, this is the best episode. It would be a back and forth. But just because every time we get the president it's just some you know we're going to be in for a good battle of not even just like physicality but of the minds as well like the president obviously isn't as smart as rick but the technology that he has access to and like all the scientists just make him almost on par with rick and i will say this episode kind of reminds me that everyone in the universe besides rick is a fucking idiot dude the (laughs) president continues to impress beyond what we think he should know right he knows so much Even some things that Rick doesn't know specifically in this episode, but he just impresses me because he is the only one on Earth that really can keep up with Rick. He's been the only human to keep up with him. Absolutely. As he says it in this episode, like, you know, swearing into the office comes with baggage. Mm -hmm. If anything, Turkey president also shows that he's good because like (laughs) he would he was adapting so quickly and he was only adapting so quickly because he had the president's genes. Like didn't think about that, but a hundred percent. So I mean, yeah, best human besides Rick, I think so. I rewatched a little earlier today and it's still fresh in my mind this episode and i'm just cracking the fuck up at the premise when they were were talking about the dance that the prez and rick do i was cr- laughing out loud by myself so loud i love the choreo- Why don't they just fucking get it over with <laughs> i love the uh, choreographed turkey fights as well that was like honestly really good too how the way they use their feet as claws and shit mm-hmm. and like they're pecking away at everything it's so good i loved them holding the guns too i don't yeah. know what it is a turkey holding the gun and cocking it is amazing we have been bringing up how incredible the animation has been this season plot aside however you think about the series again we get a crazy war akin to the one in the decoy episode that happens in this in this episode and it's just it's so good like it's so visually pleasing everything they're doing and the animation and the art is just incredible and the writing they pack so many jokes into each like 23 minute episode it's crazy in the earlier seasons they would make jokes kind of be like family guy like peter falling on the pavement like holding his knee going ah that's like a long joke it was funny but it was long this episode it's like bang bang one liner one liner it's so good Taking notes is a bitch because I'm pausing every second because I'm like, I got to write that down. That's a good quote. That's an important plot point. You know, like Mm -hmm. there's so many things that are happening. 
it starts out just so cool. You know, they're busting in to this high tech library. And the only thing that we find out that they want is the treasure map on the back of the, the Declaration of Independence. Not the Constitution. Constitution. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Can't completely rip off. Um, national treasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it, too. It was so good because everybody fucking loves national treasure. I can't believe they didn't make a like a joke about that, like make ripping off national treasure or something. I yeah. totally expect that to be like a meta. They might have like like slightly slyly put it in there mm-hmm. and we would have missed it because there's so much. And dude, just a little RC car just going around disarming all the lasers and mm-hmm. protecting everything which is so cool but morty being the idiot that he is is like why don't we just you know use this gu- laser gun again instead of deactivating it just destroys it goes through it goes hits the statue of liberty which then has her armor falls off and rick goes oh shit it was a trojan horse never trust the french france's giant assassin trojan horse also destroyed the lincoln statue's head Right, the one that was sitting there. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's true. Hmm. Immediately, he's like, oh, dude, the, the federal government's going to be pissed at this. Like, let's go, 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 go. And he's like, on America's birthday or whatever the fuck Thanksgiving is. I don't know. Q title sequence or whatever. Yeah. But I loved the Statue of Liberty thing. And it's so going to come back in this season, right? Because France now owns New York. Yeah. And <laughs> the president canon. doesn't give a shit about them. Uh, yeah. We already know that. No, I didn't even think about that. Like you just see it go off in the distance, and then that's it. So. No, there's a comment later. We'll bring up yeah. the quote. But, okay. Yeah, I might have missed it. But right away, it cuts us to the house, and Rick's got the armor up and everything. But the government has them surrounded, and they say they have them in a anti-portal shimmer. And did you guys ever see Extinction? By, no, I've not. Who's in it? With Natalie Portman. Oh, let me oh yeah, yeah, I have seen it. I have seen it. Yeah, and, and it, they go into like the shimmer or mm-hmm. whatever it was. That's what it reminded me of. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know why they need an anti-portal shimmer because they don't. The portal gun doesn't even fucking matter at all. Yeah, right? Just right? kidding. Like, who the fuck wrote this season? Yeah, the portal gun. <laughs> I don't know. And if they just exclude it just for the fact that the portal gun would be the answer to that episode's, like you know, plot that issue then i'll be upset because it, it was the opening thing we saw when they when they snuck into the library was them coming through the portal gun mm-hmm. and paul you pointed this out before we started the podcast that technically they still haven't used the portal gun to ever leave earth even yeah. in the demon episode you so, know the the morty episode car episode last week they were only going to the bar yeah if you consider hell earth eh, i don't no, know no, they never they didn't use the portal gun to get there they used the rubik's cube they followed the demons when they stole Jerry and put him in there. Yeah, now I'm thinking about Morty and Summer, and they kind of went off Earth. That was not a terrestrial adventure, this episode. Oh, I was just sticking with the idea that I didn't know what the Portal Gun's deal was. They haven't used that specifically to like go through different dimensions and galaxies. I yeah, I got a, you. I wonder if I that's supposed you. to be a theme, though, for the reason why they're not using it. Or so, it's just like... like I think it's just sloppy writing. You so, think? Yes. I don't think so. I'm, I really hope not. I hope um, not. Either. What we were referring to was the decoy episode, episode two. They say, you know, decoy family can only have terrestrial adventures, so they can't go off planet but they can do their own shit Mm -hmm. and that's how they go crazy. So we were talking about, Hey, I mean, technically these families that we've been watching have not left earth, but on second thought, you know, they kind of did. It's hard to tell what's, yeah, I, I I don't think there's any, there's not going to be a big payoff. I don't think for anything we've been theorizing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which is upsetting, but let's go back to this, the house that the president has the Smiths locked up in because great callback to when Rick puts the defensive system on around his house. Yeah. I forget what episode it was, but... Oh, it was um, 
It was the. Was it was pencil. It was Mr. Poopy Butthole introduction. It was the. Oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, parasite. Yes, the, one of the best episodes of the series. Yeah, yeah. That's that like is. flashbacks. Like stop remembering things. Yeah, yeah. Um, pencil Vester, uh, Velociraptor photographer. I don't mm-hmm. know. There's so many good ones. So a couple other things that happen. I'll just take us through the next like three scenes. We'll talk about it all. So they're stuck in the house. They're trying to decide what to do. Rick comes up with this idea that he's going to turn himself into a turkey <laughs> and get himself president a presidential pardon again. Mm. We don't know how many times he's fucking done that. And then also the president is planning on combating whatever Rick is thinking because they both know they're going to be fucking with each other this whole episode. And they both think they're one step ahead. And then we get that quick montage of the soldiers being recruited and turned into turkeys. It's a lot to unpack there. Let's go through those scenes. I have the dance. I actually wrote it down because it was so good. (laughs) So, yeah, Rick's saying his plan. It looks like I'll have to turn myself into a turkey, a casual thing. And they're saying, you know, he's paying like you've done this so many times. Like he's probably going to be paying extra attention. He's like, yeah, he probably will. But that's all part of the dance. <laughs> so it turns out last time he brainwashed the Wrangler, the Turkey Wrangler. But this time the Turkey Wrangler has been euthanized and turkeys will be transported by armored vehicles. But the vehicles were manufactured from ghost corporations that Rick controlled, which the U.S. government ordered from. So they which they also gained access to their central computers. And once they gain central access to the central computers, they can use that to track the real armored vehicles, which rick won't be able to track or board but if he does it won't matter because it'll be a truck full of turkeys and marines but they won't recognize rick because rick will already be a turkey but rick won't rec- recognize the marines because the marines will have will be turkeys too oh my god i love the dance it is incredible and just how it just parallels that scene going back and forth and their holograms are exactly the same when they're mm-hmm. explaining it all that's fucking fantastic. It's like shows the Wrangler being euthanized and melting and then going straight into the armored vehicles and shit like that. And it's so good. Right away, the VP, Dwayne, this is the line you're saying. We have a ro- giant robot assassin. Dwayne's talking shit for a second. The president says, I don't even need you. I only need you for 10% of your vote, like the white <laughs> vote. And then he's all concerned. He says the Statue of Liberty is taking over New York. And then the president replies, New York can handle some steam-powered French bitch on its own. He's like, I got bigger <laughs> shit to worry about. Hell yeah. All I right. do want to say, though, Coop, do you recognize, Paul, who the voice actor was? Of the soldier? Yeah. Like the main one at the end. Yeah, uh, he gets introduced here, right? And then he gets mm-hmm. taken in and they, they turn him into Timothy Oliphant, a.k.a. Cobb Van from The Mandalorian. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, no way. Like that. Yeah, so he's... He's always playing that like soldier role, I guess. That's know? awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Luke, uh, they initiated Deep Gobble, Operation Deep Gobble. And yeah, we cut to Coop. That's what it was. I knew it was something so Southern. Cobb Van. <laughs> Cobb Van, yeah. And, you know, he's going on with his wife, like, which world do you want that race car driver in your belly to grow up in? And this insanely long Southern speech. And all of a sudden, this is the montage of them getting recruited. This is what I trained for Mm -hmm. to turn into turkeys. Um, They talk about the tracking chips. That will be important later. They say that a few times. And it's just the image of the turkeys or the Marines becoming turkeys, being handed guns and cocking it that I was just like, I love this show. I love the cop glasses that they rock. They're all just with the the visor glasses. They look so badass for turkeys. (laughs) (laughs) And the country song as this montage is going on it's so good mm-hmm. i didn't even catch the lyrics all of them just because i was paying attention to what was going on but i mean there's jokes on jokes and then this next quick thing that happens before we can go through this next 
huge flurry of scenes is just this turkeys that just were soldiers arrive to wherever they're going and they start looking for codename Einstein. I really like that. Appreciate that. That Rick <laughs> is just Einstein. And then at the same time, you're seeing the Smith's house and the soldiers are looking. They're like, we hacked into the lab. We hacked into his garage. And they open it up and the president's like, yeah, you know, you're fucking dealing with robots right now. And mm-hmm. then the guy's like, well, I know real flesh. And then, you know, they're idiots. The president is just adapting to Rick so well. And over the seasons, like when they first met, like mm-hmm. it was not even a clear contest who was better. Rick's laughing at his fucking teleportation machine that they have to fly in like helicopters. They're making with. fun of him shrink. Yeah, his shrink, like, you know, your clothes don't even drink. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they have all this shit, and now it's it's a rivalry at this point. And in that time. directly plays into the quote that when Rick and Morty are now turkeys and they they go to where all the other turkeys are. Rick says, oh, Turkey Marines, huh? President came to play. Yeah. He's acknowledging that he's getting better. And again, the next scene that when we go to. Actually yeah, he's like, oh, turkey. I panic, I panic, act <laughs> like a turkey, act like a turkey. He's got the upper hand. So fucking good. When he slaps Morty and he's just like, act like a turkey right now. <laughs> I, was, I was cracking up at that line. <laughs> Me too. I watched it like six <laughs> times. But to bridge us to that part, though, the president decides that this isn't going to work out because obviously Rick and Morty are tricking all the Marines. So he does it Thanos style, do it myself. And Mm -hmm. it goes and turns himself into a Turkey. And then if you want to take us to these next one, Paul, that's kind of where we get to. I love the, Morty turkey, just little Morty hair. He's just, he looks so <laughs> stupid. He just looks so dumb. But you can tell it's Morty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, while we're here, though, I do want to bring this up. We kind of skipped over this. I thought it would be cool to mention just for our anime nerds out there. When the first two Marines in the beginning run through the bubble and uh, like the, 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 the cabbage, Smith's bubble, the then the, yeah, like it looked like the plant eating thing. I just thought of Usopp. Usopp. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, I was like, yeah. that looks exactly like what he I, shoots. I forgot to mention that. I just loved that little weird defense like who the satellite yeah. drops a cabbage that turns into a man-eating i think rick monster. does that on purpose just to prove that he can do literally anything like he can just kill p- anybody in any way possible. when he's in the oval office at the season finale he's like don't touch me don't touch me yeah, you will die me. if you touch me he's like, <laughs> it's the best <laughs> the main turkey marine who's in charge is like all right like i heard something go upstairs and Check on the roof of the car, see what that is. And that's Fincher and Rodriguez. And they go up and they have this dope Fincher and Rodriguez. They have this dope Matrix 2 fight, you know, on top of the moving car. Yeah. Uh with Morpheus and you know the agents. Oh god, so good. Oh yeah. The uh, are you talking about like the twins of like the silver like the, the mm-hmm. white twins? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, then that leads into the agents. It's so good. And then he has one little line to his car where it's like yeah, jam those two radios and the, and it does does it so quickly. So they can't Fincher and Rodriguez can't radio back. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just so cool. And like I said earlier, this was a great turkey choreographed fight. I mean, the way that they were using their wings and their like feet was just unbelievable to mm-hmm. me. This is something you've never seen in television, I feel like. <laughs> and then he just grabs the radio, copy, copy, tango. Oh, good. Just a couple of yeah. ratches on the roof. It's uh, so obviously. That's what I was. Right I was just about <laughs> just to say. So it's like Rick. I was just about to say that it's you're the enemy of Rick or in the president's shoes. Like you should be training your soldiers to just know what he sounds blue. like. He's got or blue like, hair somewhere. Yeah. Or the drool or like yeah. the stuttering, the drinking, the burping. It's all a sign. But besides like the main family, I guess, and the president, everyone on Earth is dumbasses. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just how it is. So the Prez does go like, you know, scan the truck. Uh, like Fincher and Rodriguez's chips are glitching. Press is like, all right, fuck it. I'll go and investigate my, myself. And then as he's taking the pill at the tracker, but right before he comes to Turkey, the nurse is explaining it. And he goes, I know, I know. It'll be important later. Mm-hmm. When the president does roll up to the turkey coop, I guess we can call it, (laughs) 
and he instantly recognizes Rick and Morty. Like, of course, he's mm -hmm. the president. He's going to know. Well, yeah. Well, somebody does point out like that is Fincher and Rodriguez. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But he's like, obviously, it's Rick and Morty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, obviously. But that line of when he's coming in and Rick sees that he's a turkey right before he's like, home stretch, Morty. Here comes dipshit right on cue. Holy shit. The president is a turkey. Put your sunglasses back on and act like a turkey. The president has the upper hand. Grandpa fucked up. Act like a turkey. And he's like slapping him, throwing his glasses back on. <laughs> and so when the president comes up and confronts them, one of my favorite lines of this part is Rick says, come on, man, just like pardon me. Just pardon me. And the president says, why would I pardon you? And Rick says, because if I move to Canada, that would be the best country in the world. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like so true. Whoever Rick is, is fun shit. Important shit's going to happen. The press has always insults somebody at the end and they get so good. They're always different. That Marine that you were saying, like, obviously it's Rick and Morty dipshit. He goes, it's Rick and Morty stump humper. <laughs> and then, you know, they get into the all, the argument and Rick tries to spit on the press and the press is like, did you try to spit on me with no saliva glands? <laughs> you learned so much about turkeys this episode. It's crazy. <laughs> How many degrees of vision they have? 270. I wrote it <laughs> down. <laughs> and yeah, this is actually it. So, you know, what causes all the chaos? They start fighting and then they knock over a basket of blueberries. And that just, you know, causes all the regular turkeys to erupt. The rookie, he's freaking out. Oh, Cap, this isn't like the training. I can see 270 degrees. Yeah. It's too way many too many degrees. degrees. <laughs> and he freaks out. And he he tries flying away and gets shot. shot. But, oh, yeah. my God. That was so crazy. So the next thing that happens is the humans that are working with the president, they get like a radio in. And the quote that they said, Dave, this one's for you. You probably missed this one. He says, we just lost New York to France. Get that president out of there. So in that whole scuffle, the uh, president lost his tracker into a normal turkey. So that conversation happens about New York being lost to France, which doesn't get out. touched again. And I am begging for that to be something in these next no, three episodes. It does get touched again. No, it does. What was the turkey press comes in and says, I have sold New York. Oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah it does. OK, so I mean, it's still like but, is in France's possession yeah. the entire time, though. Mm -hmm. And I really, really hope that is touched i didn't know they just talked about it there though that's cool that the robot assassin is you know hitting new york hard yeah that's why they wanted to pull the president out of the turkey thing because they were had to deal mm -hmm. with this so when they you know track the chips and try to pull them out they pull out two randos or just one rando and they send all of the other turkeys the pardon in the pardon tank just down into a feeding chain real quick though i thought it was funny too when the president like hops out of the coop he's trying to tell everyone like you fucking idiot it's mm -hmm. i'm the real president it's just He's, got, he's just gobbling away and they're just like, look they at this fucking idiot. They're just like, look at this fucking idiot. Just come back in there. And they do have a reference to that later on, too, where Rick's Rick talking to a turkey. <laughs> and Morty's like, obviously, this is the president. Even Rick can be a fucking idiot mm -hmm. sometimes. Well, a lot of times. So, yeah, they get dropped into the feeding chamber. And, you know, you don't know what it is at first. And all of a sudden, you see FDR come up and with giant spider from the torso down. And... They start freaking out and running away. Ricky's like, what the hell are you doing with a clone spider version of FDR? He is FDR. He was the test subject for the polio vaccine. And we thought, who walks the most? <laughs> <laughs> so they thought of a spider with eight legs. <laughs> That's where the quote happens where Morty's like, you're taking credit for this. And he's yeah. like, get in the office. Yeah, the office comes with yeah, baggage, Morty. <laughs> I do love it. You know, the press does ride or die for the country. I will say here, though, we get a reference to one of the greatest quotes of all time in Rick and Morty. So in season one, the pilot episode, 
when Rick throws Morty the gun and he Ooh. kills one of the ants, the whole like they're bureaucrats, Morty. They're robots. Yeah, they're they're robots. Same thing. Like, you know what I'm talking about that episode, like the very first episode. So this is like a play on Rick's hypocrisy because in this, Morty himself says he was a monster. FDR was a monster. But Rick in this one's like, stop mythologizing him. He was a politician. Yeah. So he's saying the opposite of what he said in season one, essentially, whereas Morty is agreeing with him saying that they're bureaucrats, like they're monsters. There's no mm. difference. So it's just kind of like a theme of like Rick is just the biggest hypocrite in the entire world. Always. Yeah. He's changed a lot this season. Of course he is. He just also loves to argue with Morty. I just <laughs> want to throw that in there too. <laughs> so this is where we get them turning back into the human forms. They're in the web and they're going to die, but who saves them? Turkey Prez. He comes in and just fucking fucks them up. He says, I don't have the exact quote if you do, but he says, try, <laughs> try being a good president after Facebook goes live, you old timey bitch. Yeah. <laughs> try having a successful presidential campaign. I fucking yeah, love that. that. But he does save their asses. Mm -hmm. And after Morty ends up using the electricity to spark a fire and burn the FDR and kills him, Rick decides to make a deal. You kind of already brought up when he mistakes their own mm -hmm. turkey for whatever, but he decides, he says, I'll turn you back into a human if you pardon me. And they both agree. And that's kind of the end of that. But also what happens a little bit before this with the turkey president is we do see that montage of him getting turned back into a human using the president's DNA, which is why he looks like the president, even though he's a turkey. And he has like a little turkey tail and some feathers it's, and like a little neck gobbler. It's so ridiculous because everyone in that room, when they're when the president's like addressing that uh, room of politicians, they clearly know that he has like turkey parts. And they're just that's this right here. They're just like, yeah, like we're still going to go with this guy, even though we know he's not the real president. What yeah. The fuck? So turkey president, before getting into the Congress room, he he starts creating his army. You know, he takes all these random turkeys, making them a thousand times strength just to make them thugs and warriors for his plans and now dave already brought up that we're in congress he gets that favor pretty easily after he says he sold new york to france so you're right that i do have that written down here and then he gains favor because the vice president already hates the main president so he's so down with this especially because doesn't turkey president offer them money right there and it's yeah. like a unanimous just woo like and they all vote for him mm -hmm. As this is going pretty well for Turkey president, then real naked president and Rick and Morty walk into the Congress chamber. This whole Congress meeting goes pretty out of hand for the good guys here. And Turkey P starts gaining more power. And you think Turkey P summons all of his big ass motherfucking human bodyguards now. And that's when our president saves the day by saying Mary Todd Lincoln and that act code word to activate a getaway vehicle that comes in. And then the president looks right at Rick and he says, who's dead weight now, bitch. Yeah. Rick is sitting there with his arms crossed and like the most bland look on his face, trying not to act impressed why he can't do anything. He says like, go, go gadget laser fists. And it doesn't work. And it spits out feathers. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Oh man, I was a Turkey for a while. Wasn't I? Yeah. I was was that used that before? So I think, the laser fists he was using them it might have been the episode before prior ep on episode five i don't know if it's the same thing guns popped over his hands and it was just shooting lasers so okay. they just they got transformed into part of a turkey and then they just didn't revert back i guess yeah i mean that's yeah. how i took it but again it's another instance of rick being you know a little bit Not weaker himself, than we, yeah. yeah than he thought he was but yeah i left other motorcycles just sitting in the walls of congress waiting for Mary todd lincoln yeah <laughs> After they escape from the Congress room, we're back into the Smith's house. We have Rick, Morty, and the president in the lab. And we could talk about some of the quotes that happen here, but essentially to summarize, 
They are at each other's throats, freaking out. This is just, you know, the bottoming out of the episode before they start peeking and working together. They're just fighting, bringing up like all their baggage that they have together. And then Beth comes in, stops the arguing. They start eating Thanksgiving dinner together. And then that's when they're starting to plan what's going to happen, how they're going to combat Turkey P because he's getting more and more power. Yeah, Morty tries to chime in while they're arguing. They both turn and go, shut up, Morty, you little bitch. You destroyed the Constitution. You're the biggest booger eater here. That was the hardest I laughed, I think, of the whole fucking episode because of how he emphasizes bitch is just perfection. And you see Rick in the background kind of smiling. He's like, yeah, fucking rip on Morty. And that's when Beth comes in. She's like, don't talk to my son like that. And he goes, sorry, Mrs. Sanchez. Sanchez. Jeez, I couldn't think of it. That is a, no, it's Smith. Yes, wait. Sanchez, Sanchez is Rick. It's yeah, Rick's, it is Smith. Does he it was Smith. Smith. It has. So to I almost did say Smith. But yeah. I was right. It oh. is. But there is oh. a lot to unpack. We don't have to do it, but there's a lot to unpack in that conversation between the president and Rick before Beth walks in, just explaining how the president views his role in the world and what he's doing for Rick, and then how the Rick is how Rick is still always belittling his placement. He's saying, you yeah, know, things along the lines of like, I'm protecting the sidelines for you. So you can go do your science ass shit, wherever, you know, it's a really good conversation. And it really builds the president's character up a lot. And knowing his mindset is it just makes looking back on every time he's acting better. And Rick doesn't even have comebacks like his comeback is we pay you to make sports analogies. Yeah. And then, you know, the president makes another analogy. But I did like it. You know, the president is fucking yeah, way he, he can hold his own in a intellectual debate and he initially says to rick why do you hate this country and then rick retorts back i hate every single country i hate governments they're just job placement programs by the people who make them stuff like that it, it, it's good points valid points from both sides if you take it from both of their perspectives from rick's perspective nothing matters this is the tiniest speck of sand in the entire universe but from the president's perspective he's doing all he can and still not trying to step on rick's toes because he still needs to work with him because he's mm. the all-powerful god on the planet Man, them teaming up and brown out, definite power couple. Love how we left this episode because it's just gonna be good yeah. next time he's there. Yeah, power alliance. I love the turkey dinner too because, <laughs> oh, I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they sit down at dinner and Summer's telling Jerry, you know, it's turkey's ass, like it tastes like rubber. And Jerry's like, yeah, well, the shimmer messed up my timer. Uh, I guess elections do have consequences. And Prez bounces back with, eat my ass, Jerry. I've seen your IRS records. You can talk to me when you have taxable income. Oh, my <laughs> God, dude. It was so good. He goes, eat my ass, Jerry. Yeah. And Rick is like, ah, I also hate Jerry. He's like, oh, man, Prez isn't too bad. <laughs> the love boils. It's, it's coming together, baby. Yeah, then the, then the news flicks on, right? And we find out what's going on with Turkey P. We were saying... That turkey was, pee. I, that's how I took notes I as like it was you. so I much like easier. That. Turkey pee. Congress has unanimously approved the use of this turkey machine because they received three pay raises in the same day. And then the talk of the crypt of the new world mm -hmm. is brought up. And that's like the important part because it references back to the original cold opening where why Rick was trying to get the Constitution and use the treasure map on the back was to get to the crypt of the new world. Is that why you were stealing the Constitution, you old fart dick? <laughs> <laughs> he's like not even mad. He's like no, smiling he's and like shaking his head. Because there was no treasure the whole time. Yeah. And what the crypt of the new world leads to is how we're going to resolve this whole episode. And it was just pretty well done. And it also, again, shows that Rick was surprised that the president knew about it. So it's more clout for the president. What do you think we should do? Should we get a, a group of well-trained hillbillies worked <laughs> against the British? Mm -hmm. and, you know, cut to the bar scene again, just the billiards table. 
and our boy from before coop he's all depressed at the bar every bird turning to humans what would johnny cash and dale earnhardt say and then the press comes in he'd say it's time to walk the line or drive very fast between two of them We don't serve your kind here. <laughs> and Morty's whoa! like, whoa, hey. And then he points to unpaid tab of what was it, like four hundred dollars mm. from like nineteen eighty-six or something crazy. And Coops, he's saying, like, he's my boss. And Prez is saying, Hey, mistrusting presidents is patriotic, dude. Don't don't worry about it. And they're explaining to the bartender, you know, I'm the real Prez, that man on TV, that's a turkey. The bartender like looks at it. He does a triple take of like the TV, the prez, and then the prez, and then he's pre- no, prez again, turkey prez, and he goes, "Man, I am racist." So there, <laughs> so there goes the face blindness thing again. But that speech that the president gives right after that, it's it's so ridiculous, but it works. It just rallies all the troops. He doesn't say anything. He, he gives his, he's like he, words are words. He gives a speech <laughs> about a speech. Yeah, what a speech is. He's like, I'm not going to give you a speech. A speech is just words, repeating words that you wrote down. It's just one of those moments where Rick and Morty can just create satire of just like any just influential. Yeah. This is like Pla- Planetina, like that was entire satire, just making fun of the concept. And this is the same thing. Of we're at the moment of the the war part of the the movie where we're, we're going to give a big speech and then it's going to go our way. You know, a list of words repeated into words. And what does he end and it a with? List is a list. Doesn't he say, "Now will you do what I ask or do what I ask?" He says yeah. something. Yeah, he like, basically says that, and then all of them are Coop. Like, yeah. Coop is like, I just got two questions for you. Lock and load? That was rhetorical questions. Lock and load. Yeah. <laughs> Rallies the troops. Amazing Star Wars reference. Yeah. Okay, go into this. Because is that what it's called? Yeah, it's called Cop- ATAT. Okay. Covent. Yeah, it's Star Wars reference yeah, with Covent. Okay. Um thank you for bringing that up there. That yeah. is that is genius. They're attacking DC and there's a Rick and Morty in an unlicensed Star Wars at at or what the millennials say, ATAT. To be honest, I wish Brian was here. I've always called it ATAT. Is it a thing that old heads called it at at? I always called it ATAT. Me too. B Toms would be the one to call it at at. I guess we are millennials, though. So. <laughs> I just looked up a picture of this dude, and he is from I Am Number Four first, <laughs> not Star Wars, bitch. Yeah. He's also from Deadwood or something like that. Yeah, he's in a bunch of things. Fargo. I like him. He's in Fargo. I got to call him Turkey P now. It's like, Tur- it reminds me of Swaggy P. Swaggy P. That's what I, literally everything I wrote, Turkey P or President. Turkey <laughs> P's got his arm, and he just says, you know, attack. They go attack the ATAT. And when they take it down, it's just robot Rick and Morty, and you hear like a staticky, oh gee, oh geez, <laughs> oh geez, Rick. And then we see on the fences, that's where everybody else is hiding, and you know the wires down, the pen is clear, and they all hop in. They have the most badass suits. Are those the suits Guess from the what? Purge? Yes, it is. It's the, the exact ones. It's not the exact one. They're updated because they have the blue, uh, the blue chest piece, like the Iron Man chest piece. They didn't have that in the original. But it one, is but essentially the same concept. The That's suit. amazing. Fuck yes, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's the exact same suits, baby. It feels good. I just think of that song <laughs> at the end of the Purge episode. Is that when they're yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're dancing in the blood yeah. and everything? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. So they break in to the Lincoln statue is their goal, right? Which and insane. Just, this it, this is ridiculous. This is a crazy fight because you find out quickly that bullets do nothing 
to these jacked, huge, extra big turkeys. So we're getting this crazy animation montage. And I always bring this up, how incredible it looks. Like we're having these big turkeys squeeze the fucking eyeballs out of some of the soldiers. And then we're having some of the soldiers throw grenades inside the big dude's mouth. It's just so like this shit is just so well animated. Like the quality of the animation is better than like anything made before 2012. This like 20 second thing. Yeah, and it's every second, mm -hmm. and you miss honestly like half of it, and that's why the rewatch value and just there's always know, good stuff in the background. Covering yeah. it is just so fun. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we'd learn about turkey dinosaurs, the original rulers. Yeah, because the president once they get to the Lincoln statue, he does the the aliens like his his hand goes on it, and the alien technology mm -hmm. activates to open up the secret entrances. More national treasure, which and, again, yeah. I'm surprised that they didn't make more references to the national treasure. Yeah, this is to me like. Canon, right? Like what we find out while they're while the president is walking them through the underground of the Lincoln statue and explaining the origins of human technology is what it kind of is, right? Because mm -hmm. they say that the planet was controlled by turkey dinosaurs. They were the original rulers until the 1400s when two ships crashed. And we find out it was within those two ships was two warring factions of non-humans, just advanced aliens with crazy technology who hated each other, but then they just totally bonded over their love for killing turkeys and they saved the world. And then that's kind of why the president is bringing everyone here to the crypt of the new world because he wants to wake them up to help them turn the tides of the battle. And that's exactly what the fuck happens. And it's awesome. Basically oh. pilgrims and Indians. You know what now I'm realizing? Yeah. So I was reading a fun fact on like, like things you might've missed in this episode. And it was something referencing about the wizard of Oz scene. There's a reason it was put in there. One of the common reasons they put it in there was because like Nicholas cage was in like a movie of called adaptation. And it like kind of references the wizard of Oz, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But Nicholas cage, National treasure. Mm. Right, yeah. So I think they're put like the Cobb Banth and ATAT -AT thing. Like, I think they're doing this on purpose. Like, they make these references while including references like that they've been three a part level of. deep references. Yeah, right? exactly. They're references. Like, they're, it's they're, like an inception yeah. reference. It's mm -hmm. just like, yeah, they're going within a reference within a reference. When they cut to the Wizard of Oz thing, I did watch that scene like three times and because it is a scarecrow saying like oh like i can't type and write i need that a brain adaptation Nicholas cage yeah so, okay yeah. exactly i knew somebody was gonna get that joke i knew it was a good deep joke i just didn't understand that went it. over my head i had to look yeah. it up i mean that. i never would have known if yeah. you just say it. <laughs> yeah so you know when the aliens come out the pilgrims and the indians these dope looking uh pilgrims and indians they look like they're about to fight and then, you know, they bro it out. They bro out. They oh, have looks like they're about to fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've united over their hatred of turkeys. <laughs> and, you know, the prez gives them the line. I forget what it is, but it's in some language and they just go up and just destroy all of these turkeys. Corn fields coming up out of the ground, corn spears and not getting their throat slit by corn. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. Another another action sequence. There's nothing we can really describe about it unless you guys have specific cool parts, but it the next important part of dialogue that happens is finally our three three homies face off with Turkey P in the cornfields. And they're heading to the Washington Monument, which is the source of what's going to turn all of the turkeys in the world into these jacked motherfucker soldiers. The humanizer ray. The humanizer ray. So obviously our three heroes are headed there to stop it. And then Turkey P gets in the way and Turkey P's making threats because he sets the Washington Monument off into space to, to perform its thing. And he's like, what are you going to do? You're going to stop that. You're going to fight me. And then the president says, there's three of us. Two of them are spacemen. Obviously, they're going to go to the Washington Monument and I'm going to kick your ass. And he just gets out of his suit yeah. and they start fucking fighting. By the way, Rick, you got your pardon. Love it. Aw. And Rick's like, shut up. 
This uh, is when we have a split parallel scene mm-hmm. going back and forth. Take it however you want. We get a short little clip right before that of one of the soldiers just seeing these aliens come down and straight up eat the turkeys that they just killed. And they're like, whose side are we on? I don't know, man, but we made enough for college. Let's get out of here. And then they dip. The Prez, as he was giving that whole choice to Rick, was saying, we're used to predators chasing us. Why do you think we sleep in trees? And when they cut away, the first thing Morty asks, do turkeys really sleep in trees, Rick? He's like, I don't know. Just fucking keep your head in the game. (laughs) And turkey soldiers are obviously on the monument. So then they start freaking out. And Rick is saying, hey, just go and cut the blue wire. The blue wire, Morty. In space, which, mm-hmm. which is just great. And they're saying, like, hey, why can't we just blow this whole thing up instead? And Rick's like, hey, we destroyed enough history. Well, how let's not destroy another monument. The government's going to be pissed. He's like, you want to go through this again next week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they cut back to Morty. And he's like, Rick, uh, these aren't really primary colors here. Are we cool with a turquoise? And it shows. And there's a bunch of different <laughs> wires, like, like blue and purple. Yeah. Eight different shades on like right next to each other in the color spectrum. It's amazing. So Morty panics because the turkey soldiers in space are about to, you know, destroy them and he can't figure out the wire. So he just just, he just cuts the monument in half. Right. And (laughs) the monument goes heritage destroyed. Yeah. (laughs) Cuts makes a deep cut into the moon as well. Mm. Oh, did it really? Yeah, Yeah, it did. So I don't know if that'll reference. We're always like every every time something on the side happens, we're just like reference. Mm. It's going to be coming back. I want it. Yeah, because I want it to mean shit when they do stuff like I Mm. want. But I will the chuds to be horse people that could just <laughs> randomly come up whenever they want. I want Rick Chud to come oh, back. Fuck yeah, I hope so. Like I want France to be actually. I think that will owning actually, New York. I yeah, that, that should. Actual. That's pretty direct, right? So Morty cut the monument in half, and then in the beginning of the episode, he shot through the Constitution. All those mistakes just take me back to the Planet Tina episode when he's going on that rant to his mom saying everyone just always thinks i fuck up like they just think i can't grow up all this shit i'm just like dude you're still making these fucking mistakes okay the, the blue wire like might have been out of your control you're still fucking up at the end you, of the are, day. Like, you didn't have to chop the monument in half no, rick but, straight up turns around and goes morty what the fuck punches the guy and runs over he was like you had one job yeah, he, dude he throws him to the hubble space oh uh, uh, yeah yeah the satellite going by he's been up. fucking up a lot this season because he fucked up in the narnia episode too when he left rick's technology That's in why, one of the trips which mm-hmm. caused them to evolve that's super quick that's why when he went on that rant you have not learned a fucking thing and then he made a mistake in that episode by choosing to love planet tina and just like so he's he's full of mistakes she has to come back right she will i think all these like fucking random ass side characters always wants to be hunted yeah and (laughs) what if they all come back and then it's just a free-for-all of rick and the prez versus all the side characters that we've seen make the president a mainstay every other episode minimum mr nimbus (laughs) versus the president we got to change it up if rick can't take mr nimbus then maybe the president can oh that would be a great rivalry they would be that would be rick would be pissed that he lost his nemesis yeah he would be so upset speaking of the prez we have the prez fighting turkey prez turkey p turkey p in the reflecting pool and he says you know there's one thing that you forgot i'm still president bitch and, you know, he reaches down and for some reason yeah. there, there's an emergency shutoff wrench that he just that, grabs. That doesn't mean anything. I was so confused. I guess for the reflecting pool. I don't, I don't know. For the fountain there. I thought it was going to be some because there's another one, obviously. Right yeah. It's a turkey pee. And the turkey pee's like, I've been in office for less than a day and I've already learned a thousand times more than you. And yeah. he has an emergency, emergency <laughs> shutoff wrench. I just had no idea why that happened. Neither yeah. do I. But so then, I had to look it up. This is like a total long shot. And even by the people who said it was like that, like guessed what it was from. It was a long shot. So it's actually referencing 
take on me rip q first of all i want to say that <laughs> okay. but so the music video of take on me is like really weird i don't know if you guys have seen it before the dude gets pulled you've seen it in family guy yeah, at least. into yeah. the grocery you like your grocery shop and gets pulled in and it's sketched animated the whole yeah, time exactly so in the actual music video the dude is like beating people up with a wrench essentially in a parody video of the original take on me video they're like singing the song but with literal interpretation of what they're doing so in the video he's singing i'm gonna kick your ass with this fucking wrench so people think that's a reference to that but it's also play on like look at all this high-tech fucking technology that's going on and they're using a wrench and they're using a wrench okay. but like people think it's a reference to a parody video of the take on me hmm, video dan Harmon could be a fan of like that parody video and yeah. just like he know. would do something like that yeah, yeah. exactly exactly yeah. so this ends up with the prez throwing a stalk of corn like a javelin hitting turkey pee i beat you turkey ass bitch turkey ass bitch <laughs> and what does turkey pee do he reaches in his chest and pulls out a wishbone <laughs> and he I goes this was cool i thought this was yeah, really i like cool. that a lot i wish to explode and he does and the real pee gets thrown into the reflecting pool and it's 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 funny that the wishbone was there even though he is like a human now but he still has like turkey parts mm -hmm. it's still dope i loved yeah. it and how funny was this president is underwater and he's the beginning is all you all you hear is the the biggest news headlines of his life when he was really young and it's gorbachev take down that wall and then all of a sudden it's going to like another famous headline and then all of a sudden it's i want a playstation 4 and now it's i need a playstation 5 it was going through all the phases. It was like PlayStation 1 and then a couple other things throughout the time. PlayStation, PlayStation 2, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need it. It was fucking funny. And then he just, you know, gets pulled out and they're good to go. Rick and Morty are there. They thank the aliens. They and, hug it out after yeah. almost fighting again. <laughs> yeah, and then they hug it. Aw. But all right, something I thought I think is actually worth pointing out is they didn't just leave. They went back under the... Yeah, monument. They said it went back into hibernation. That's crazy. So maybe that's that's <laughs> another tool they can use at some point. Yeah, they said going back into hibernation, leaving the technology to use in the new world. So and then Wardy's going on the whole rant about, well, that kind of changes my opinion of everything. I thought humans were successful in the fact that we created this. We are smart enough and intelligent enough to get this technologically advanced. I don't know how I feel about it just being given to us. Yeah, because the president says that those aliens gave mm. them all their technology to make America specifically yeah. as powerful as it, it became. And he says, like, I thought we accomplished all that. And is that anything that's true about the real world? You think some aliens dropped some... some it couldn't be as recently as the 1400s. There'd be way too many oh, yeah. records of that 700 years ago. But. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much how it ends, right? We get the pardon. It's a pretty happy ending for the Team Earth. Mm. Um, and then post credit scene. Poor hillbilly family. Coop. Coop. <laughs> With the new baby and they're in the grocery store. And, you know, what worse thing could Coop see than a basket of blueberries being spilled over? His PTSD kicks yeah, in. Yeah, the PTSD. Yep. He starts <laughs> scratching the ground like a turkey and then bending over and pecking at it and Everyone's like, this guy's a freak, like all this shit. Well, not, I, we're not paying for his insurance. Well, like, I just, refuse to pay for his yeah. health care. <laughs> it's just a terrible, I mean, it's a, it's it's just like a Vietnam. joke. It's, it's satire. Really, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Vietnam. The wife's tearing up and like holding the baby like, wow, like he's messed up. Yeah. That was it. Not the happiest of uh, end credit scenes. No, but who cares? Because we have President back into liking Rick. Mm -hmm. Earth is in unison. Because you got to think back to is the last thing we saw 
of the president before this season was it not the finale when they fought at the end of season three yeah yeah so at the end of season three rick fakes switching himself his place with a different rick he says i'm leaving and he comes back with like i'm simple rick and he has like a fishing rig fishing rig that's what it is so i guess the president must have figured out because he's treating him like the original Rick and didn't treat him like an ally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. probably. But either way, learned. he's in a good spot now. And I think next time president comes up, he's just going to be a straight ally. It's not going to be anything fighting with him. I literally can't think of a character beside Rick that I like more than the president, to be honest. I He's got to be number two. He might be the second favorite character for me. I mean, he's definitely the most reoccurring side character, right? Besides Mr. Poopy Butthole, bird probably person. has been in more episodes. Bird Person and Tammy have been in a lot, but... I think he's still my favorite. Like over all those people, like I'm oh, still yeah, taking easily. president. Yeah. Easily. Oh, yeah. Easily. But overall, phenomenal episode. I was kind of I'm, I'll just jump into my rating personally because I was a little upset when you said it was a 7.9 because I was like, damn, like that's exactly like I was gonna give it an eight out of ten for my uh ranking of mm-hmm. episode this uh, this season. And also put it relative to do you think it's top two of the season? Right. I think it's top yeah, at least. Like I said, if you if I watch the Nimbus episode, I might say that's the best. But if I rewatch this episode, I'm going to be like, this is the best episode. Yeah. So it's definitely top two at least between top one. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say it's second best of the season, and for me, it's like a dude. The president had me crying. It was like an eight point five. Like I thought it was fantastic. I would take an eight point five too. I'll give it an eight point five. But yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say eight point five, maybe eight point two five. If we're going <laughs> yeah, quarterly if now, if you want to split it, uh, I I loved it. I thought it was again. I I keep talking about how they're packing so many jokes into such short amount of time, and the writing is just so good. Even though some people say it's falling off, I think you know it's the quips now are you know some of the best ever. Um, I'm keeping my hopes up that they'll have some type of explanation for there being no portal gun. Or not nearly as much portal gun Drop it. than we're used to. I, I know. I was going to say, there's two things left to do here. One, I, we, we have to bring it up because this was a pretty universally known thing that episode seven, the one after this, I don't know the name off the top of my head, but it's pretty much been leaked. Everyone's already seen it. Including, we're not going to... Including your boy. Including Dave. <laughs> we're not going to talk about any spoilers from it or we probably won't even podcast on it until after the, the Sunday national premiere of it, but... Word on the street from one of the podcast hosts over here at Benchtown TV is that this next episode is a all timer. It's a good. It might be a peak of the season potentially. Yeah, I mean, so I got I fucked up. I like went to the website that I used to watch Rick and Morty, and I just like clicked the most recent one because I thought, you know, this like there wouldn't be a mistake like this. And I was texting them about the events that was going on. They're like, "Dude, what are you watching?" I was like, "We're doing episode seven, right?" And they're like, "No, it's episode six. I was like, (laughs) "Ah, shit," but. Um, yeah, I think we're in for a real ride. I love that you kept mentioning the animation in this episode because the animation in the next episode sure, great. is great. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the points in the next episode hit directly home for us at Bingetown. Like, there's a lot of Sweet. great references. I'm really excited. Mm. Uh, I can't. It's I'm like biting my tongue because I <laughs> I was so excited to do this podcast episode because I thought it was gonna be for this episode seven. And they're like, ah, oh, it's for six. And I was like. I definitely want to be on next week's as well. So <laughs> yeah, I I think that aired accidentally in some places in some countries instead of episode four this season. Sperm one. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, really, I, it just completely swapped. That should that they should have done that because now we're getting two back to back good episodes 
where it was we were in a dip for a little bit. They could have put this good episode to kind of make it like a you know an up and down yeah. kind of season. But than- at the same time, this is what they did, in my opinion, for last season, season four. I just thought the second half, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, just blew one, two, three, four, five out of the water. So I'm fine it's with on, it being all right. It's on that pace. Paul on wants that to put some things on the official board, some predictions about maybe expectations. You tell me about what's going to happen in this next three, four episodes. Well. I won't say anything. I'll sit yeah. here and bite my tongue. I won't say anything. I was just hoping, I was saying, I'm, I'm keeping a little hope up that there's going to be some type of explanation for the portal gun. I mean, I, I was saying a little bit earlier, I just hope that there is some type of reference to why the portal gun being the solution to all the problems just isn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it's saying that, you know, like we learned in episode two, decoys can just do their own adventures that like we were saying. But I don't know. I I really hope that we will get some type of references to past seasons. I keep bringing it up. The cat, the cat who could talk and brought Jerry down to Florida. But, you know, when Rick saw his past, it was enough to make him puke. So, you know, it's bad. I think they're doing a great job of writing still. And they've already made a few, like a lot of callbacks from earlier seasons. But I want to keep going with that. So some things that I'm hoping for are I... I think it's getting to be more and more of a long shot as the season's going on, but I would really like some, if we're going to get some big picture stuff and I'm going to put a specific guess out there. I said it earlier on when they referenced it twice in the first two episodes, if we get anything on Diane, that'd be really cool for me. I want that to happen. It doesn't even have to be that explicit. Like I just want that to be something that I want to learn concrete information rather than just them talking about Diane. Um, And then also it would be nice if we got a, bigger plot in one of these upcoming episodes for the parents because i feel like beth and jerry have really been taking a back seat this season they feel as as much of side characters as they ever have in the series for mm-hmm. me and i would like just something big for something one of them to happen yeah i wonder if that's just conflicts with their actual well they had voice a three-way with mr nimbus that's that's pretty huge almost did they, no they did they in the, the post credit oh scene. yeah 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 true yeah. true 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 nah, uh, I, I agree with that what you think stella's doing stuff stella. i know the other guy is i can't think of his name right now but i agree with that they do definitely feel more like side characters now more than ever and it's fine though because the trade-off is they've been happy and they're them fighting between each other hasn't been a made plot point which kind of gets tiresome after four seasons of them going back and forth yeah like they've been happy i just be happy and do fun things next week's great <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that's going to do it for us, guys. If you like what you heard, our podcast also covers the brand new Loki series, Shadow and Bone, WandaVision, Season 5 of The Magicians, Amazon's The Boys, All Haunting of Hell House. A lot of good stuff. If you're on the World Wide Web, give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter and hit subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. Check us out on our website, bingetowntv.com, and keep an eye out for our Patreon with a bunch of bonus content coming out real soon. Once again, we are Binge Down TV, and thank you so much for listening. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.